0: Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Desner
1: This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal on Solo in the City, CJAD 800. I'm Cheryl Besner, your dating coach and founder of Solo in the City. And today, I'm pleased to welcome once again Anne-Marie Duprat, who is co-hosting with me. Welcome to the show. Hello, Cheryl. I think I'm growing on you because I'm still here. (laughs) (laughs) You are still here. Now, just to give everybody a little bit of background, um, you are a comedian, one hilarious comedian. And you. you wrote a book. Okay, guys... By the way, it just came out in English. Yeah. It's called Ma vie amoureuse de marge. And in English, it's my... Crappy love life, but the other word. <laughs> but the other word, it yeah. starts with an S and ends with a Y yeah. and has a couple of T's in the middle, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it just came out in English. How exciting. Congratulations. It is very exciting.
2: Just put it on the Wattpad. Uh, the first few chapters are, are there and we're really excited because we realized that this is, this applies to anybody. It has nothing to do with language. So very exciting. Well, because you know what? The,
1: let's face it. Even when we were kids and we were 16, probably the worst then, right? Yeah. We all had crappy love lives at one point, right? I don't think anybody escapes without one kind of heartbreak or somebody stomping on your heart. Exactly.
2: We all go through it at some point in our lives, sometimes many times (laughs) and we've become a professional at it. But you know, at the beginning of the book, I say that I dedicate this book to everybody who's had their heart broken at some point. So mainly I'm saying, this is for everyone, you know. (laughs) You know, when I wrote, um, I wrote a piece that got published actually um,
1: that was all about, well, I entitled it uh, Flying Solo. And my fear of flying solo actually was the title of the piece okay. and, and it was also the same kind of thing as you know we all go through those fears and whether you've never been in a relationship and you've got the fear that you know I'm getting older, I want a relationship, I want to get married, have kids. You you have those fears and if you're, you know, in your 40s or 50s and you're getting divorced, you have certain fears. Yeah. And and it's interesting how many people are afraid to like go through that fear to get to the other side and they keep going
2: around the fear and around the fear and you just kind of get sidetracked, right? Yeah, it is scary though, as you're saying, and the more the the older we get, the scarier it can get because We've been through so much, and every time feels like the first time. Every breakup feels like the only breakup. That's the thing. So it does get scary.
1: And that's something that people are always dealing with is, do I allow myself to be vulnerable? Yes. Because vulnerability Means can bring hurt. Bring hurt. Yeah. You know, it can bring that, you know. But you know what, guys? if you don't
2: try you don't succeed right so exactly. you have it's to the only way that there that it could happen but it is scary at some points it's scarier than others but you know we just need to give this a try and have hope <laughs> especially hope
1: well you know and and that's one of the things you know people sometimes say i'm a hopeless romantic and i yeah. say no be hopeful you know oh, you want to be it. a hopeful romantic you know yeah. like hopeless is like okay nothing yeah. happens when it's hopeless like Ex- it's, you're just yeah. doomed right Cause hopeful
2: romantic i love hopeful it
1: romantic so i was always a hopeful romantic and you know what whether you're in a long-term relationship or you go through several relationships that bring something new to you and you grow each time that's what i hope for i hope that i keep growing and learning and and that's the thing when you get your heart broken when you can, you have to step back from it mm-hmm. and say, what did I learn from that relationship? And mm-hmm. then try not to repeat the things that possibly contributed from
2: your side. Because we always it. learn. Even a crappy blind date, we learn from. We always, always learn. And that's a good way to stay positive about it just by thinking, you know what? I'll learn from it. We have a saying in French. We say, il uh, n'y rien qui arrive pour rien. Everything happens for a reason. And I keep on saying that, but it is true. Even We the... say the same thing in English. Yeah. You see, we're the
1: same. Eh? Tout <laughs> est dans la toute. Et même chose pour les Français. Oui.
2: Les Anglophones. It's right? universal. It's universal. I'm sure the aliens have some crazy love lives <laughs> out there sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, you never know what
1: planet's there landing yeah, on, Yeah, we right? don't know. We never know. We never know. Anyway, today's show is really exciting. It's about, you know, what makes people women actually swoon. And, and you know, it's interesting because I was telling somebody about the title of today's show, saying, you know, what makes women swoon? And and he, this was a gentleman, and he said to me, well, you know, what do you think women do to make a man swoon? Ooh. And I was like, ah. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. So, you know, one of the things that we were talking about is, you know, musicians, like bringing Classic. a talent, you know, because, you know, women, we love to be serenaded, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, It's going to be a fun show coming up. But before we get there and and before we talk about, you know, who's coming on to the show and everything, I did want to talk about a couple dating things that are going on out there um, that I was reading in the news. So there recently was a study done, and and they were talking about, um, these scientists did a study, and they were talking about people react better to a kiss with their eyes closed. I don't know. I, I'm thinking. I love to look into somebody's eyes hmm, when I you kiss. Do? Yeah, I do. I, I I think that if their eyes are open and mine are open, I get
2: to you know see a little bit of what they're I thinking, guess it see into their
1: soul. You know, the eyes to the soul, right? Yeah,
2: I, I realized at some point that whenever I was kissing or being kissed, my my eyes closed without even me noticing. It just happen. I don't know. It just happened. And at some point I thought maybe it's a good thing because when one of your sense is shut down, it enhances right. the other ones. So, uh, the, the thing about being like in the dark, when you close your eyes, it's like you're so focused on that kiss. But yeah, if you want to meet eye to eye and just look into the other person's eye, that's not going to work. But I know it always shuts down for me. I don't even think about it. It just well,
1: happens. That's what they were saying. They, they felt that, you you know, your your sensory becomes heightened mm-hmm. when you close your eyes and you, you can experience more and feel more about what's going on. But I did throw it out there. You know, Dr. Lori Petito, who's the host on uh, of Passion on CJ, D800 during the week. um, I asked her her opinion on it. You know, I I like to get that professional uh, opinion from her. And she said she agrees with the study that that's why people do it. But she challenges her clients and, and, you know, the people, especially the couples that come to her to keep their eyes open. Okay. To really, like... give it a try. Well, to really, you know, connect with each other. Like, it's like, okay, you look at me. I'm looking at you. And I want to see, you know, that's also another... Um, experience it is right because you see how they're reacting to you you see um, wow, their eyes just went brighter. You know, so. it's like
2: connecting on two levels, two levels at one time. Did you see that that, that thing they did? They they um, filmed some people asked to just stare in each other's eyes while saying nothing, and it was quite an experience. So it's kind of trying to do that while kissing. So it's very interesting.
1: You know, I, I will share something. I was just recently away with my boyfriend, and uh, we had that experience because um, we we ended up just. Being in a room together and lying there, looking at each other, you know, fully mm-hmm. clothed and everything, and it ended up it was like an hour went by, really, and we didn't talk. We just kept looking at each other, and at the end of it, it was it was such a beautiful emotional connection. Like, just did you guys
2: just did that spontaneously? Yeah, just we let's just give it tire. a try. No,
1: no, it was just I think we were both tired. Okay. Was, we were traveling, and we we just kind of lay there, and then all of a sudden, we didn't want to watch TV. We didn't want to take out our iPads and. I don't know we were just holding hands looking and it It was connecting so i i i love what uh, dr laurie does with that challenge with people and so i i challenge people all you solos out there when you meet somebody yeah. and kiss them try the open eye thing you know and uh i think that they really can say a lot you know the kiss the mm-hmm. feel is
2: one thing but the eye contact, the eye contact very I important and maybe if someone is like me are like you just to try the opposite just to try something new if usually you close your eyes try to open them if you usually stare into the other person's eye just shut them to see how it feels just trying something different is also so interesting
1: yeah well this show is going to be interesting so today we're talking about how to make people swoon and we're very lucky because coming up next it's about do Musicians Make You Swoon? And we happen to have Patrick Lehman coming on the show. He's I know. a Juno nominee for next week, uh, Soul and still. R&B. And he's going to serenade us. Oh, my god! I know, I know. I'm so lucky. Yeah, we, we are. <laughs> and so is everybody out there listening. You're listening to Solo in the City on CJAD 800.
2: I swear I saw him.
0: This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800.
1: I should be by myself. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Solo in the City with my guest co-host, Anne-Marie Duprat. Hello. Hello, hello. Well, today we're changing it up a little bit here. We usually have an expert in the dating world, but instead today um, we're welcoming to studio Patrick Lehman. His fourth album, Butchie's Son, is coming out this summer and he's been nominated for the 2016 Juno Awards for Best Soul R and B. So, who better to talk about swooning a woman by serenading oh my than the Literally. man who does it? Welcome to the show, Patrick. Thank you very much for having Hi. me. Thanks. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Well, you know, this is really very exciting because, you know, today's show is all about, um, you know, different ways in which men and women, because women, women yeah. want to make a man swoon too, um, can utilize their talents uh, to, you know, help them with their dating world and everything. And, and, we wanted to get an idea from you. You know, you're young, successful, small, and cute for those very, not cute. seeing what we are. Yeah, seeing. you Thank should you. all Google him <laughs> right now because yeah, <laughs> he is single. <laughs> yeah. And you. and obviously very very talented. And that was one of your pieces that we were listening to coming into the segment. So, anybody out there, it's Patrick Lehman, L E H M A N. Google him, check out his uh, picture. So, tell us, how does being so talented and being somebody who can swoop a girl off her feet with a song, how does that work in your love life?
3: Well, first of all, I'll just say thank you for those <laughs> nice um, Oh, and, and
1: he's humble too, ladies. <laughs> I mean, there you go. We have it all in one package.
3: You know what? I don't know. I, I can't sit here and say I have all the secrets to everything. One thing I will say is that, you know, playing music and, and writing songs and just, just, first of all, being out and performing every month and every week and in different cities, I mean, it's that in itself is just you get to meet new people all the time. For someone like me, I was never good at the whole game, you know, picking somebody up in in a bar or whatever, that kind of thing, or however you meet people nowadays. Mm -hmm. But that just, that's always been how I meet people. Mm -hmm. Just I mean, you just, you know, it's very social and you get to meet, you know, either somebody comes up and tells you they like a song or something, or you're with a different group of people because there's different musicians there. So I've been lucky enough to just meet girls that way. I mean, it's, I hate to say, not sounding like I'm bragging, but when you play music, it's sort of, Makes it a little easier to meet people, <laughs> right? And does so, it
1: does it make a difference? For instance, um, finding out somebody who's really interested in you versus you know a groupie who's just more right. interested well, in in the talent.
3: I will say that I mean, just like I said, just doing events and being out and, and meeting people all the time, it's, it makes it a lot easier to meet someone. But you can kind of see after like the second date. If they think you're, you know, because it's not always luxurious and glamorous and, you know, you're in and out of the car and driving to a different show and city all the time. And, you know, sometimes it looks great. It yeah, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> Sometimes you. it looks great on Instagram. And No, I mean, it's great no, to it travel. Does. It but looks like it's a great life. It's not always first class. Let's just say, you know, you're not always flying first class. So I think after like the second, third date, you you can tell if the person yeah. is into you because they think you're flying first class or because, you know, they like what you are writing about are they like
2: which is so important
3: yeah exactly so I mean it usually doesn't last too long if if they're looking to get on the Instagram page or... you yeah. <laughs> know yeah. they did an yeah.
2: experiment they sent a guy asking <clears throat> for directions to women on the street and after they asked them to do the same thing but with a guitar case oh yeah and just having the guitar case made him like being two times as lucky just because it was holding a guitar so yeah it does kind of help so maybe
3: think, so maybe that's how i should meet women then, just stand yeah, in the just on my no, no, yes. <laughs> well, they, the corner
4: with
1: a guitar i i if not people today. might give you money also you never <laughs> yeah. know but you know it's interesting because i worked with a gentleman and uh, he was very shy and he said, I have a problem. Like, I never know what to do when a woman gets into my car for the first time. I said, well, first of all, open the door for yeah. her mm-hmm. and help her in. You know, so you look very chivalry, chivalrous. But here's the other thing I said is he ended up being a guitar player. He loves guitar. And, he, you know, he's not he's not a professional mus- musician. But I said to him, put the guitar in the back seat of your car. <laughs> Just have it sitting there. And I said, because right away, if most women get in and see that, it's going to be your icebreaker. It's mm-hmm. almost going to be, oh, you oh, play, you play guitar. guitar. And not only is it the icebreaker, it's sexy. Yes, Because you're thinking, is. I'm going to be sitting at home one night and two months from now in front of a fireplace with this man playing guitar, could play guitar for me <laughs> over a glass of red wine.
3: Well, I have to say that is often the first question that I get on a first date or second date it's like so when are you going to play me a song yeah, <laughs> and I think, wait well, for if it. nothing else at least I can take out the guitar and play a song and that'll give me points so
2: but we 100%. all love we love art any form of art is kind of sexy it's like adding something to, to, to just the basic personality if mm. you play piano the guitar you paint or something already we're going ooh, ooh yeah it's, it's nice well, talent. Talent.
3: I, think, I think it shows it somewhat sensitive side to somebody too so I think that's why maybe women like that
1: Mm -hmm. too. You're listening right now to Patrick Lehman his fourth album Butchie's Sons coming out this summer and he's being nominated for the Soul and R&B Juno uh, next week so we all have to uh, pay attention and watch the show and root for him. In the meantime um, you're sitting here and we're lucky enough to have asked you to come in with your guitar so how about you play a little something off of your new album uh, "Butchie's song for us and give us an idea of what somebody might hear on a date with patrick Lima. Yeah.
3: <laughs> i'd love to this um this is the ballad of the album and actually was one of the last songs we ended up putting mm-hmm. on the album and it seems to be sort of the fan favorite so far And I think it's just because it talks about falling in love again. So if you meet someone and, you know, you fall in love, and then over time it starts to fade a little bit, but it's sort of about, you know, finding that spark that you had at the beginning. So this one's called Fall in Love Again. Let's hear it. It's been Forever Since I fell in Your love mm-hmm. It's been Such a good long while But you, you You never waver But it all Comes down To this I wanna Hold Till the end of time I wanna kiss your lips when it fell like high I wanna hold you till the end of time till we feel so hard I wanna fall in love again
1: I want
4: Okay, we all want to fall in love love right (laughs) now.
1: (laughs) That won't be hard. Yeah, that's incredible. So that's got to really take somebody, if you're sitting on a date, that's -hmm. got to take somebody to a new plateau, Mm
3: -hmm. right? Well, I mean, you know, the album only came out a couple months ago, so I'm always talking about the new album, the new songs. And like I said, that seems to be the one, it wasn't a single off the album, that's that's the next single because everybody, that's the one that everybody clicks with. Mm. So I have to say, I have maybe played it for a few people before. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Yeah.
1: And uh, Butchie's song, that's named after your dad, right? It is,
3: yeah. Well, we, we uh, started recording the album in 2014. We took took our time with it for about a year and a half. And my father passed away in 2013, just before. So I had some ideas for the album, um, for titles and all that. And then there was very, very much a shock when he passed away. So I thought of that title. Butchie was his nickname and uh, his family, his uh Brothers and sisters used to call him that, sort of like saying "junior." So for me in Butchie's son, it's uh, you know it's, it's my identity, but it's also a way to sort of honor him mm-hmm. at the same time, and it's, it's uh, and it's a personal title and it seems to be you know people are intrigued by it as well so
1: well one of the things is you know when I was talking to you about this and I asked you where it came from and I had a feeling it would be something like that you said to me and I hope you don't mind me sharing this um, because it's important you said you know it's not the sexiest reason and I went actually (laughs) it's very sexy because you know why especially to a woman it shows your vulnerability Mm -hmm. and that is so appealing You know, because that's so much needed for two people to become vulnerable to each other mm-hmm. to really and connect
2: and it's, it's love and it's, it's love kind love, of, of love but it's yeah. such an important love it's a committed love, so.
1: unconditional love yeah it is beautiful so it's what everybody wants you know
3: when I thought of that title it was just that stuck and that's uh, it had to know. be it it, it had like, to be it yeah, yeah. It had other ideas and, you know, and thank you I'm learning things with you guys here today too so, let's so
1: quickly <laughs> quickly because um, I, I wanted to just get this in three things that you're looking for in a woman because ladies he is single
3: mm-hmm. um you know, I mean, beauty, I'll say beauty It doesn't have to be traditional, but someone that's beautiful to me, um, sense of humor, very important. I'm, you know, my love songs and all that is great, but personally, I'm quite silly and I can be, you know, quite the, the clown and just consideration. I find the main thing is just someone who considers you just little things day to day. That's something that I'm finding as I'm getting older. It's more and more important to me.
1: Those are very important values. Anyway, that's what it's all about. So thank you so much. That was Patrick Lehman. And um, everybody, watch next week on the Junos as hopefully he wins the award. Yeah, Um, we're rooting for you. It's it's going to be very exciting to watch you. Coming up next, we'll hear what makes our panelists swoon in the roundtable. You're listening to Solo in the City on CJAD 800.
0: Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800.
1: This is your guide to getting social in Montreal. Welcome back. It's Solo in the City, and I'm here with Anne-Marie Duprat once again. At once again. The the Roundtable. Yes. So today we're talking about swooning and singing and songstress and how people can really utilize, um, you know, all their attributes, including their talents, to meet new people and have them swoon and fall in love and once again thank you for to patrick Le- lehman who was yeah. kind enough to uh, so serenade nice. us so if you guys missed that segment go back and listen to the show again because he sang for us right here in studio so today at the Roundtable, I'm being joined in studio by Jess Abram. She's a musician. I call her a songstress. Um, oh. Actually, maybe a red-crested songstress because <laughs> beautiful red hair. Also a radio host and currently on Bells 5 TV1.
4: Welcome to the show, Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> oh, it's a pleasure.
1: And also, Kevin Alexander. Kevin Alexander is um, from Edmonton. He is the host of a podcast and the website, Nice Guy Dating. He helps nice guys finish first. Welcome mm. to the show from Alberta, Kevin.
0: Well, thank you for having me on, ladies. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: It's a pleasure to have both of you. So I'm, I am I want to ask you, Jess, I'm going to start off, does um, mm. your talent help or hinder your love life
4: Oh there's a baby, there's Sorry. A baby. <laughs> Um uh I think a bit of both uh just because um when I'm not hiding behind the microphone or my guitar I actually have a quite a bit of uh, social anxiety and Do you? so uh, yeah it's pretty horrendous <laughs> But um music wise yeah I think um I become more of myself on stage or behind the mic, or behind the camera, and I think that uh, I exude a lot more confidence than than I actually should be exuding in real life. And so I think uh, it helps. It helps quite a bit.
1: and and, well I'd love to talk to you about that by the way because maybe I could help you with that little bit of anxiety with a few tricks (laughs) that you might be able to use just to like I know we'll talk about that in a minute but I want to get your um, take on this um, Kevin because I was saying earlier how I even worked with a very shy man who I found out played the guitar and I told him when he goes especially on a first date to put that guitar in the back seat of his car so when people would see it there would be instant conversation how do you suggest your nice guys that you know utilize your coaching and listen to your show how do you help them through that
0: that's a really good question because as as jess was saying there about being really nervous and getting on stage and you become somebody else it's mm-hmm. i come from that very shy introverted background of a lot of the guys i work with do and who listen to my show do and so oftentimes i would use things i was talented in like music and cooking and like you said the guitar and i would use that to remain very shy and very introverted i would practice the guitar instead of going out on stage and putting the guitar out there i would play the guitar instead of go talk to girls so if you use your talents as the gifts that they're supposed to be to to get yourself out there and to to light people up and and to show people what it is that you're capable of then It's like like Justin's saying, you can become somebody that is almost superhuman. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: And in that sense, I always tell my guys, whatever it is that you do, don't hide it. Get out there. If you're a speaker, start speaking at more events. If you're a musician, get out there and start playing. Uh, Get people involved in it because that's why you have these talents is so that you can give them to, to the world.
1: Well, you have to embody every part of you when you're out there, right? And and passion is one of the things that really excites um, anybody that you're out with and the people around you when they see you passionate about something. So, yeah, did you ever think of taking that with you, like when you get off the stage embodying that passion, Jess, and then throwing it out there?
4: I try to. For, for those who know me pretty well, uh, once you know me, I... Explode. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty goofy. I'm pretty vulgar. Like I said, I, I grew up Northman from a, a small town, like, I uh, have a mouth of a sailor, but of course... <laughs>
1: Actually, they call you the Montreal Pirate. I read that, right?
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh In all sense of the of the word. (laughs) But um, yeah, I mean, once you get to know me, I get pretty comfortable, too comfortable. I mean, I I become the kind of person that uh, doesn't think before they speak. And sometimes that can be good. And then sometimes that can be bad.
2: Um, That's the thing with us artists. Sometimes we <laughs> <you> just <laughs> never know the limit, right? Exactly. <laughs> the, the stage is our oyster, yeah, right? Too but, much or not enough. But the good thing with passion, as uh, Kevin was saying, is when you're passionate about something, you're quite confident about That's it right. because you are passionate. And confidence is so sexy. We're not that confident when we meet someone, but if you're singing or if you're doing something you're passionate about, you're more confident. So I am guess this is a good way also to just try to to meet someone or have them meet the real you, right? Well, stepping into that
1: role. So when you meet somebody, you could always embody that musician because one of the first things people might say to you is, you know, what are your passions? My Mm -hmm. passion is Music yes. and then and then embody that like as almost as if you're going out on an audition for it. Yeah, you're, we're listening right now and we're talking with Jess Abram. She's a songstress as well as with Kevin Alexander from Nice Guy Dating. Um, it's a podcast which I was just on actually recently, so you oh, guys sweet. will be able to tune into that. So, do you think that you're following your absolute passion right now in your <laughs> music, Jess?
4: Definitely. Um... My whole life I've been told, like, you can't do this to get a job, like, especially being a woman in the industry, as a woman who's always known what I've wanted to do ever since I was very, very young. It's almost harder in a way, because a lot of people growing up are like, oh, I'll dabble in this, I'll try that, I'll go into this school program, I'll go to university and try this and try that, and it's kind of just, like, so... And I've been like, this is what I've wanted to do for so long. And I've always felt like it's always been almost in my grasp. And just that again, then again, not quite. And it's, uh, it's a love-hate situation. <laughs> and
1: do you make room in that passion for your career, for a relationship?
4: Yeah, I'm actually uh going strong uh five years with my guy.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. Wait, you're really young, five years, my goodness. <laughs> That's
4: great. <laughs> we keep it yeah. spicy, Injaculate. let me assure you. You keep it
1: spicy. <laughs> oh, and there's the chest too coming. much for you. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Kevin? You've got your you know, your show and um you coach all these men. What about you and your love life? Do you Follow that passion for yourself?
0: Of course I do. I think one of the things that you know we were discussing is the more passionate you are, the more vibrant you are, the easier it is to just naturally attract people. And I think so many times relationships grow stale because people aren't actually doing what they want to do with their lives and not even just wanting to do but what they're meant to do with their lives. Mm-hmm. And I, I keep going back to that moment when I come off of stage, for example, whether it's a speaking event, Or uh, when I was in bands, that minute I come off stage, it's like the high is still there. And anybody I talk to gets just everything I've got in terms of passion. And if you can bring that into relationships, I mean, I'm not uh, with anybody. I date, but I'm not with anybody. But bringing that into interactions, it's just the energy, the vibrance, it's huge. And there's no going back from it.
1: It's intoxicating. I mean, passion is is intoxicating, and it's something that people get addicted to, even though you don't want somebody addicted to you, right? (laughs) (laughs) We don't want somebody addicted to us, right? No, no, no. no. You don't want anybody (laughs) addicted to you, because addictions are something you have to break, (laughs) right? (laughs) So, yeah. So we we don't want addiction, but we definitely want that that chemistry to Mm -hmm. come around and, and... Finding that passion is is intoxicating to the other person because it makes you exciting, and you're both very exciting people.
4: Ashes, oh, I'm I'm blushing now, please.
1: Anyway, I want to thank both of you for joining us. I mean that that went so fast, and I'd love to have you both on the show and uh, talk more and um, get some more insights from both of you. So, Jess. Abram, thank you so much for joining thank us. You. Everybody, thank you. you can uh, hear more of her online as well. And Kevin Alexander from Nice Guy Dating. Listen to his podcast. And uh, thank you, Kevin, for coming on and giving us your insight today. Thanks, Kevin.
0: Thank you for having me on.
1: Uh, Coming up, I'm going to be answering your dating questions and tell you where to see and be seen around Montreal this coming week. You're listening to Solo in the City on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800.
0: You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Desner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800.
1: When
4: you turn off the lights.
1: This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Solo in the City and welcome again to my co-host for the month of March, Anne-Marie Duprat. Hey, Cheryl. So here we are. We've been talking nonstop about... Musicians and swooning, and by the way, all of you, the music you were listening to at that last segment was from Jess Abren. It was one of her pieces, so hope you enjoyed that. But you know, talent is also being funny. Yeah, right. Apparently, (laughs) (laughs) lucky because it's usually women who say, "I like a funny guy." But. How did it help you in your love life, being the funny
2: woman? I mean, comedian, author? Uh, it kind of helped, but sometimes it did not at all. Because some guys, not all of them, because I never want to generalize, but some guys like to be the funny ones. So some guys would be kind of turned off by the fact that I'm always joking and I'm always being funny, and sometimes I'm the center of attention. But I, I think it's a good thing because a guy who can't handle that, I don't want. Exactly. So that's fine. But uh, some guys will get attracted to me because of uh, the vibe I sent from the stage, you know, being confident and being funny. But as our guest was saying, sometimes there's the the me on the stage and then there's real me who's really more shy than that and not that funny all the time, especially in front of a cute guy, you know. (laughs) So it kind of helps in a way, but it's always You know, some people talk to you after a show and you're always wondering, does it have anything to do with me being on the stage, you know, being looked at and being in the spotlight or is it really about me? So it's a good thing, but it's also kind of a bad thing in a way, I think. You know, I I want to touch on that
1: because I I wonder also if there's like a double... Double-edged sword for that, you know, that celebrity or being noticed type of thing. Because, you know, women seem to really be attracted to men who are, you know, celebrity Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, become groupies and follow them around, the musician, et cetera. And men are not as much they they don't they don't love when the woman of their you know and again I don't want to generalize but but often um, yes men have a harder time when the woman becomes as you said the center of attention most
2: women that I know that are in the arts in TV in movies or whatever I know a lot of them and whenever they're single everybody's like well you're not going to be single for long and each and every time they go, you wouldn't believe how guys will just not talk to me. Yeah, they don't. I had
1: that a lot. I mean, w- when I was single and, and even starting dating, I used to have matchmakers say, you, "It's great. Can you just tone it down yeah. a little?" And I'm like, "No, this is who I am." So if it's you know, hard to be somebody else than what you really are, you well, know, <laughs> because you know what, you start dating and six months later, guess what? You are who you are. Anyway, exactly. we have to get onto the KISS calendar because there's a few yes. great things coming up this so week. So much to do. I know. So, you know, this weekend um, there is a lot going on, sugar shacks and, and walks in the park, all being done through meetup.com. So, people, you can go to that site and you know, find one of the activities that you like and, and get out there and have some fun. Especially uh, with spring coming up. Spring coming way. up. It's all out there. But I want to jump to next weekend because next weekend there's a lot, especially on Friday, because one of these things is a massive, massive pillow fight. Ooh. I know. That's going to be happening. Get me a pillow. <laughs> yeah, grab you a pillow. Well, that's it. It's a it's a BYOP. Bring your own pillow. And wow. it's happening at Place des Arts, just outside, Um, you know, it's like near the corner of yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. St. Urban. Right, on the right kind there uh, in the park itself and um, then uh, you just get out there you can have fun the rules are there are no rules except no hair pulling or anything you know and uh, no direct contact into the face but I think that's going to be a so much fun. oh my god oh my god yeah yeah and then the same night Natasha Gargiulo and Maddie Kay are hosting Hustle and Heart um, this is an evening all about inspiring conversation to empower the power of you oh yeah it's going to be a great night it's taking place at um, the d'Or in mm-hmm. the cabaret and uh, our very own Dr. Laurie is going to be there as well as Tatiana Londono so um, that's going to be a lot of fun tickets are still available they're $150 and the same night also elite speed dating see that's something yeah. a comedian um, like you would be great at at speed dating
2: uh, I don't know I'm good with saying the bad things pretty fast so I don't know <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> anyway, this is um, there's actually two groups.
1: Um, Elite Speed Dating is hosting two groups that night at Bar Rouge. They often do their events there. Uh, it's for 25 to 35 year old male and we, um, male and female, and the same thing, 36 to 45 year olds, and it's 25 dollars, and it starts at 7:30. So, speed on over to. Ooh. Varouge for some speed dating. And then on Sunday, Dash and Date is organizing a brunch mixer for men and women, 25 to 40 year olds. She always does a great event, Kavita. So um, a really, really fun week. So,
2: A lot to do on there. A lot
1: to do. So let's get into uh, question of the week, actually. Somebody
2: sent this, uh, Kelly sent to our website, actually. Yes. So the question is, hi, Cheryl. What does a woman do when she's not being shown interest interest by her type? We all have types. We usually date because it is what we best feel comfortable to or with. What if our type just isn't interested and you don't really like other? What do you do? Don't want to waste time with other? What do you recommend? Kelly.
1: Well, uh, Kelly, one of the things that I would go to right away is um, what is your type, you know? So, and and then I call it the mirror, or you know, finding out because like attracts like. So, if you, for instance, want the gregarious, um, active person, are you that person, mm-hmm. you know? And you have to look at it yourself and say am I that person? And and the other um, thing is, you know, I, I sometimes use the analogy of we always used to talk about the cheerleader dating the football player, yeah. right? So it's not about the fact that the scientist can't get the cheerleader. It's he may not embody some of the things that she's attracted to mm-hmm. that come with the football player. And it's not necessarily his looks because there's, you know, a yeah. lot of the fo- football players are not there. What she's attracted to is their drive and their 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 camaraderie and, and seeing him, you know, as a leader in it and everything. So same thing for the woman. If your type is... As I said, the outgoing gregarious, well, he might look for some of those qualities in you. So look at it. If you are chasing, you know, the guy who is, you know, the man about town and and the super gregarious, and well, you might also be chasing the bad boy, and -hmm. that's something you may not want. So nope. what do you think about that?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think it's true. I think it's true. And uh, there, there's something about the type also. Sometimes we get too specific 100%. about types. And then it's like we're sabotaging ourselves because this guy doesn't even exist. So maybe the type is just too tiny. To well, that's just it. And we have to go for values. So yeah. it's not so much the type, it's
1: the value. So Kelly, exactly. um, there's your answer. And if you want more information, call me. I'm always available to answer your questions either online at solointhecity.tv or... Or at 844 744 Solo. Tweet me your questions and um, we'll answer them. That was a good one. Yeah, it was a good question. Anyway, thank you so much, Amiri. Uh, your book has come out. <laughs> yes. My um, S finishing in Y, crappy <laughs> love life. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you guys figure it out.
1: Yeah join us for an upcoming edition where we'll be talking about just that our crappy love lives and we've all had that right yeah well we have enough
4: time <laughs> we do So,
1: and if you're listening out there write in your crappy love life tell us a story that um, happened on one of your dates and uh, maybe we'll talk about it on air mm-hmm. you're listening to Solo in the City on CJAD 800 tune in next Saturday night at 10pm and remember in the meantime keep integrating social solutions because it's all about the kiss.